Hello, this is Gurmeher from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 16th of January. Today, Union Law Minister Kiran Rijiju wrote to Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachur suggesting the addition of a government nominee to the decision-making process for shortlisting judges amid the ongoing conflict between the center and the Supreme Court Collegium over the appointment of judges. Rijiju said this would increase openness and public accountability in the judicial appointment process. He also suggested that a revised memorandum of procedure for the nomination of judges was quote-unquote waiting finalization and provided ideas for streamlining the process. Congress, Trinamool Congress and Aadmi Party have all expressed support for the apex court. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal criticised the centre's move, calling it, quote-unquote, very dangerous. His tweet further read, quote, there should be absolutely no government interference in the judicial appointments, unquote. Rijiju had previously declared in November that the collegium method of appointing judges was, quote-unquote, foreign to the constitution. Both Lok Sabha Speaker Om Birla, as well as the Rajya Sabha Chairman and Vice President Jagdeep Dhakar, have made similar claims about judicial overreach into legislative spheres of authority. Rajiju has also criticised the Supreme Court for rescinding the bill that the BJP-led government passed in 2014 to establish the National Judicial Appointments Commission. There would have been governmental and judicial officials on this commission. The Supreme Court today dismissed a plea by BJP leader and former Union Minister Sayed Shah Nawaz Hussain challenging a Delhi High Court order for registration of an FIR against him on charges of rape. A bench of Justices S. Ravendra Bhatt and Dipankar Datta told the counsel appearing for Hussain, quote, Let there be a fair investigation and, if there is nothing, it will exonerate you, unquote. Hussain's defence team told the bench that the woman lodged complaint after complaint against Hussain, claiming a, quote, series of consistent attacks, unquote, against him. The bench, on the other hand, stated that they did not find any reason to interfere in the matter. On August 17 last year, the Delhi High Court had ordered the registration of an FIR against Hussain after a woman filed a police complaint, alleging he had raped her at a farmhouse in South Delhi's Chhatrapur area in April 2018. Listeners, experts have long warned of the risks of building in a paraglacial zone and the calamity in Joshimat is now all too obvious. In our new series titled, The Hills Suffer, Joshimat and Beyond, we try to answer the pressing question, is relocation an answer in Uttarakhand? In this series, environmental reporter Ridesh Joshi and a producer Madhu Kumar are on ground to investigate all infrastructure projects and will interview experts to tell the story of a disaster in the making and other state calamities. Contribute to this NLCNA project to help us tell the story. We have been able to bring you such extensive stories and reports only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The Supreme Court today extended the deadline for the centre to respond to a petition challenging the age limit of 35 for women to undergo preconception and prenatal diagnostic tests. The new deadline is April 15. The centre had been served in notice on October 17, but its counsel today asked for more time to file a counter-affidavit. The petition had been filed by attorney Meera Kora Patel. She argued that the age limit of 35 years violates women's reproductive rights and cited Section 4, Clause 3, Subclause 1 
of the Preconception and Prenatal Diagnostic Techniques Act, 1994. Prenatal diagnostic procedures may not be employed on a pregnant woman who is less than 35 years of age as required by the Act. The Supreme Court previously ruled that under the Medical Termination of Pregnancy Act, all women have the right to a safe and legal abortion up to 24 weeks of pregnancy, regardless of marital status, in a landmark decision on reproductive rights for women. The Delhi High Court today granted two weeks interim bail to former Bharatiya Janata Party MLA and Unao rape case convict Kuldeep Singh Sengar to attend his daughter's wedding. The order was passed by a division bench of Justices Mukta Gupta and Poonam A. Bamba, which permitted Sengar to be on bail from January 27 to February 10. Sengar has been convicted of allegedly abducting and sexually assaulting the juvenile rape survivor in Unnao between June 11 and June 20 in 2017. Sengar had moved the High Court seeking bail for two months on account of his daughter's wedding. The bench had sought the CBI's response in December and directed it to verify the facts stated in Sengar's bail application and file a status report on the matter by today. The CBI filed a status report saying two wedding halls had been booked. Sengar also filed an appeal with the Supreme Court arguing that the trial court made an error on its ruling on the rape case. Section 376, Clause 2 of the Indian Penal Code addresses the crime of rape committed by a public servant who takes advantage of his official position and commits rape on a woman in his custody. This was one of the charges under which Sengar was found guilty at the trial. It gave him the maximum penalty of life in prison with the stipulation that he must serve out the sentence for the remainder of his life and it also fined him 25 lakhs. The Nepal Army stated this morning that no one has been retrieved alive from the scene of the Pokhara jet accident as reported by ANI. On Sunday, a Yeti Airlines plane carrying 72 people crashed near Pokhara. The death of 68 people was verified by Nepal's civil aviation authorities in the evening. Today, 300 rescuers returned to the smouldering ruins to continue their search. Searchers say they have given up hope of finding survivors. Nepal's Prime Minister Pushpa Kamal Dahal declared today a national day of mourning. The government also formed a commission to examine the cause of the disaster. The reason of the crash remains unknown. It is the worst plane disaster in the country in 30 years. Local official Teg Bahadur was quoted by Hindustan Times saying that the prospects of finding anyone alive were nil. He also said the plane's flight data and voice recorders had been discovered. He added that so far they have gathered 68 bodies and are looking for four additional bodies. This is all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 